every child is one caring adult away from being the best version of themselves that they can be. You have one person believe in you and care and show deep interest in your well-being and holy cow, that can change your life. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Howdy, guys. Hey, everybody. I went with howdy based on our... Could you really turn off your sounds, Colleen? I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm so jazzed. A, a very professional podcast right now. I know, but I, I told you I'm jazzed up. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Okay, guys, we are real excited. Oh, I'm CB, by the way. Oh, hey, guys, I'm CS. And welcome to You Fit Here, if it is your first time. Um, and if it is not, welcome back. So, welcome back, welcome. No, is that a song? I don't know. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome. Am I making that up? Welcome back. No. I'm not placing it, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, so we love to start our episodes with good news. And if you have good news to share with us, we would love to hear it. So please head to our website and scroll to the bottom and fill out your good news and it will send to us so we can tell all of you all about it. Yeah. I mean, yes. after today's episode, you're gonna you're Ugh. just gonna go digging for all the good news that you can find, and then hopefully you'll share it with us. You're all gonna send us the same item of good news that you Probably. binged a show that we are about to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we're literally dedicating this episode. entire episode to oh my gosh, one season of one show. Ugh, okay. Anyway, CS, what's your good news? Oh, I suppose just that. We're approaching our one-year anniversary for the podcast, is good. Yes. And we were going to go back and talk about, like, our favorite oh, – I thought I – Again. I, I really thought <laughs> – All the we have not learned in a year. Very sorry. <laughs> so I was – we were going to do that. And then we both watched this show and decided, basically, everything you ever need to know about life – is it in the fact, show? Yeah, so let's just talk about it instead. Yes. Um, but so yeah, good. November 13th is World Kindness Day. It's coming up, and that is the day we launched our very first You Fit Here episodes. Mm -hmm. And I am really proud of us for doing this for a year, but I also feel like, uh, where did the year go? Like, this flew by, and it was so fun. So We were so worried about, I mean, how will we keep up with it? And yeah, we have. I'm so proud. It's of us. So fun. Yes, I equally share in our podcast anniversary good news. Mutual news. That's good. Is good. Great. Uh, tell us our who sent us good news today. A lady named Mary. Oh, Mary. What'd she say? Okay, Mary said this, and it kind of makes me laugh as I'm looking at your bruised face. That's it. <laughs> That's another we'll talk on that in a sec. <laughs> okay. Mary's good news. I purchased the little scrub pad you talked about a few episodes ago, and I just don't think it's a coincidence that my skin has never looked better or been smoother. I love this podcast for lots of reasons. I have two new friends and learn about uh, – oh, I think I might have mistyped that. I don't 
Oh, no, no, no. Real products for real people. Sorry. Um, yeah. I thought it said shoes, but no. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, That's yeah, who we are. Well, Mary, I totally agree about the scrub pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Side story. Mm-hmm. A, my dog ate my scrub pad today. That's very sad news. Mine came with four. So did mine. But okay. I kept one for like my hair. I know this is weird, but I was like, oh, let's get out the grit. So one color is for my hair. One mm-hmm. color goes in like my suitcase. One color is for my face. Yeah. So she ate the one for mm-hmm. my face. And oh, last man. week I told CS that, well, I told you guys, I got these like face cuppers that <clears throat> I'm obsessed with. And it comes in two sizes, like a mini and a big. And the mini is my jam, like all up in my face every night, calming relaxation. Damn dog. <laughs> my sweet baby angel ate my mini face cupper. Not happy. She's very mischievous lately. I don't understand why. But so I was like, I'll do the big cupper. And I feel like my face is about to break out on my chin. This is last last night guys so I'll just like suction it on my chin and leave it for a little bit while I do something else Colleen is looking at my face with a big circular perfect bruise (laughs) on my chin (laughs) there is such a thing as overindulging cupping and sucking on your face (laughs) it'll go away it's temporary Good thing I don't forget about it. Let's move on with our day. See you people. So be forewarned if you have cuppers or face scrubbers, don't let your dogs near them and don't let them suction onto your face for like over 30 seconds. That being said, Mary pointed out that um, we are real people. And so (laughs) we are so happy to share with you the things that we stumble upon that make our lives better. But but we are not sponsored in any way, shape, or form, and it is at your own discretion that you should, yeah. you know, yeah. Smart. <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say about that, but we, wow, it really is a perfect circle. I wish Ted Lasso could assess it. He'd just have like the perfect like description for how it looks like you actually got that bruise. Oh my gosh. So speaking of Ted Lasso. I was listening, shocker, to a podcast, and it was Brene Brown, and she was interviewing Jason Sudeikis, and oh, what's the other guy's name? Tell me, tell me, tell me. You just said it right before the we other writer, listening. Ben, Brian, something with a B. I'll look that up in a sec. Anyways, about their new show, Ted Lasso, and I was listening to the episode, and I'm like, Colleen, have you heard of the show Ted Lasso on Apple TV? she's like, oh, yeah, but I haven't watched it. And I said, well, Brene says it's hilarious and we have to watch it. She couldn't stop raving about it. So Colleen binged it in three nights with her husband. And then Mm -hmm. I binged it in two nights alone. I tried with my husband, but then he was too tired. And I'm like, I'm going. I can't help it. (laughs) You guys buckle up. First of all, if you have not watched this show We will try not to like totally give stuff away, but in talking about it, we might ruin some stuff for you. So you have every right to pause this and go binge the show first and then then come come back back to this because we have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. When I listened to the Brene episode, they were like so deep into the show that I was like, I don't really know what they're talking about. But now that I know, oh my gosh. So there's no going back. 
there's no going back. If you guys have Apple TV, and if you don't, I think you can have like a one week free trial. Yeah, do the one week free trial and binge it, and then cancel your account. (laughs) Whatever, it's worth it. Worth it. Okay, so tell us all about Ted Lasso. Besides that, we wish he was a real human in real life and would be our best friend. Indeed, we do. He would. Um, I. I like to think that there are people out there that are actually like him, but I don't know. Brendan Hunt. Brendan Hunt. So sorry. The B. You were right. Um, I decided to have a go at this show and my husband, like, you know, he's a chimer, as I've mentioned in the past, and just decides whether or not he's into something. And by the time he decides, oh, I'm in, we have to rewatch it because, you know. So um, it is a feel-good show that – just leaves you, I think, recognizing like, wow, that was hilarious. And I laughed a lot, but I also feel like I learned a really valuable lesson, but I don't quite know how. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's just so darling. Okay. Okay. Ted Lasso is like one of the cheeriest, happiest, most sunshiny people, every side of the Mississippi. And the sad truth about the show is that he is actually set up to fail um, doing something that he's never done, coaching a sport he has no knowledge of or about. And um, But he is completely blind to it. He does not see what's right in front of him. And all that we know about him is that he has a very positive attitude and that he will not quit because he told himself that he would never quit, but he won't quit until he has won every single person on his path over. And he just has the most contagious, positive attitude, but it's also funny. And then you also sometimes have to like ask yourself, wait, now how did that make sense in that context? And then it makes so much sense that you have to watch that whole scene again. And it's just, did I explain it? Totally. I think it's one of these shows. Well, I actually kind of feel like it's a show that has never been done before in a sense of like the writing itself is so emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. The writing in this show, it's not like fairyland. He's so positive and happy. Like there is so much stuff presented that happens every day in our world and bad stuff like divorce and cheating and doubt and hopelessness and all of these things. And they wrote the show in a way to show all of that and then show how people process through it and work through it. And I feel like we just got so many lessons in 10 episodes of a show that if you really were paying attention, oh my gosh, it's like, Therapy, so many of the things we've said in these podcast episodes that are all condensed into this show. And I just think the writing is so beyond brilliant. I do want to forewarn you, there are like F-bombs dropped. There's, you know, it's for adults. And I think it's great that it's for adults because if they're picking up on some of these subtle messages, then maybe they could actually change some things about themselves. Yeah, we are going to let... Connor and Danny watch it. We're going to watch it with them. They're totally. 16 and 14, but there are just enough. There, there's really not nothing else bad, no. but I'm literally tearing up 
I can think of little things in different episodes and not to spoil anything, but there is this thing about biscuits um, with the boss and the knowledge behind the biscuits makes me just want to cuddle up with a pillow. And I just, really, we could go on and on and on all day, but really we have some points to make. Yes. So we decided to kind of jot down like the lessons we learned from Lasso (laughs) from the show and we can like divulge a little bit without ruining them, but it's just the most beautiful show and the most beautiful writing and in the funniest way. So you leave laughing and crying and hopeful and all of these emotions. So if you need to pause the episode right now and go start binging, it's 10, 30 minute episodes. So if you guys need to go start binging, we completely understand. Mm -hmm. Come back to us. Okay. So what, How are we breaking down our lessons with Lasso? Okay, I would like to begin by sharing um, a Miles Surrey wrote an article for The Ringer in August. Okay. And it talks, I did not know all of this. I mean, I heard that it was based on a commercial, this whole series. But Yeah, do you remember the commercials? Yeah, because I've watched them now. But uh, it was NBC promo commercial type thing um, talking about the English Premier League, which I didn't know. That's, I mean, that's a soccer thing. Yeah, football. Uh, Football. Sorry, 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 sorry. So sorry. Yes, football. Not American Um, football. Okay, but I just have to read this because I think it kind of sums it up. And thank you, Miles, so much um, from The Ringer. Okay. Well, Okay. Basically, he was like thinking it just wouldn't be what everybody says. And he said, well, I have to eat my words. Ted Lasso, the sitcom, seriously rules. The series has no right to be as good, funny, and moving as it is. And yet I devoured all 10 episodes in a single day while frantically messaging my editor in disbelief that this is my one of my favorite new shows. As far as TV productions go, this might as well be Leicester City winning the Premier League. I'm so sorry. I botched that. Someone okay. with a British accent tell me Leicester. Okay. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-R. It doesn't matter. Okay. That is exactly it. Like the premise of the show, it just does, you just don't know how it's going to unravel into this beautiful, like. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. So okay. we kind of jotted down some main lessons from the episode, episodes, the season. There's one season, and now I'm just going to be impatiently waiting for season two, which is underway. Yeah. Underway, yeah. Totally Okay. So first lesson from Lasso. I appreciate you. You hear him saying this a lot, even to people who are cruel to him and calling him a wanker, which – they say a lot in the show and he's like nice to see you too mr so and such i appreciate you and he doesn't say it in a condescending way he just says it subtly throughout most of the episodes so tell people how you feel and say it and appreciate people even if you know like you're gonna prove them wrong at some point don't change who you are i think that was our point too so i skipped ahead right well, life is weird and crazy and sometimes really sad and sometimes really hard. Something that you you have to know 
that you could, I mean, you don't even have to watch the show to like hear about this, but like all the odds are stacked against Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. and he doesn't even know it. And usually the odds are stacked against us. Like every single day when we, we wake up, we're, we're like risking being hurt or disappointed or whatever, but it just, I think that's the best part about the whole thing is just that he persevered by, I mean, just by being a nice human and just by saying, I appreciate you. I mean, he wanted to win people over was, was the bottom line. And so it didn't matter what they were calling him or how they felt about him. Like he's going to change how they felt by, by being a kind man. And it's just so beautiful to watch it all unfold. So yeah, I appreciate, we appreciate you all for listening to this podcast. Yeah. Tell people when and why you appreciate them because Mm -hmm. I actually started thinking about it afterwards. Like, when's the last time I just told my husband I appreciate him? Or, like, my friend, like, I really appreciate you as a friend. Because it's weird to express those emotions, but it really shouldn't be weird. Yeah. It's just how we feel. You think about there's um, one player in particular. Well, there's a lot of – there are two main players, I would say, that he's trying to win over. But one of them – I don't know if we gave the premise that he's an American football coach who was sent to England – to coach football, football, soccer. soccer. And they're all like, what is going on? This guy's going to fail miserably. He doesn't know anything about the sport. So that's what Colleen means by a player. There's players. Yes. On yeah. 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 No, I'm not talking shady, shady business or anything like that, but um, it was so interesting to me. So often we're so quick to judge and he just had a very clean slate when it came to the people that, that he was meeting. And if he couldn't figure something out for himself, then he would ask someone like he, he went out of his way to say, what, what's going to get through to him. And we just don't do that enough. We don't take the time. Maybe that person isn't going to tell us, but there is a story behind every person. And there's a love language. There's a, you know, this is how my childhood was. And I know that sounds kind of crazy and maybe very deep, but it's really not. Um, and that's his way of showing people appreciation for who they are is by actually taking the time to get to know what's going to affect positive or not affect positive change, but like bring on something mm-hmm. good. He just yeah. really goes out of his way. And subtleties you notice in the show is he remembers everyone's names. So like reporters or the bartender or the guy who's calling him a wanker on the street. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I tear up when I think about it. Learns them, gives people a chance, like sees a girl playing soccer on the street and then like befriends her and starts. It's just every person he encounters is like an opportunity for him to be himself, but then bring out the best in those people. Okay. So lesson one, appreciate people, all people, even if they call a new wanker. Yeah. I'm going to get really good at saying wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, two, which I kind of dabbled in, don't let other people's negativity change who you are. So kindness is really hard sometimes when the world is just like tough and rough and the deck is stacked not in your favor, but other people's negativity doesn't need to bring out the worst in you. You stay who you are and you will in turn create change within other people. Without even, like, forcing it. You can't force it. There's one scene in the locker room where 
guy says, aren't you going to tell him to stop, stop doing this? And he was like, no, like I learned that if a teacher says stop bullying a kid, that kid's just going to do it more to the person because now there's a target on their back or whatever. So like you guys have to work together and figure it. And he's so empowering, so empowering that like you can all make a difference. Like a coach doesn't have to come down hard on one person and make a scene of it to get the point across. It's like the subtleties in how he does it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just so good. And I'm thinking about that whole scene and, and I love, I just love that it, it's even called out. So one of the first scenes where you meet coach Lasso, he meets like the team kind of manage, not, no, not manager. Cause that's what he is. That's what they're called over in England. Coaches are like managers, but the guy in the locker room and he's like, what's your name? And he's, says what nobody knows my name and so he just keeps looking at him and he's like any day now like I actually want to know your name and the beautiful relationship that unfolds from that like making that kid who clearly has never been made to feel very important in his past like yeah, he's like the, the water towel laundry guy they like in turn knows so much about all of it from just sitting silently watching for however long and someone finally gave him a chance to not yeah. just be that person. Well, and and the other beautiful thing, I'm sure you can probably like take a wild guess that Nate becomes more to the team than than he previously Nate, Nate was. Is the, the guy, the water boy. Yeah, the water guy. boy. Um, but it, like all coaches need to see this movie. I, like there are just so many hard headed coaches who think like this is my team and it's my way and. It's just the lasso way is like, there is no way it it, it is whatever is going to work. And, you know, there are people who know a lot about things. If only we gave them the opportunity to teach us and there's, it's just jam packed with that kind of stuff. But, um, I really feel like we're all over the board because of our love for the show, but I hope that, that we're just bringing some things to your attention that um, makes an impact today. Yeah. I think he was very much like we all create this team from the person who does the laundry and refills the water bottles to the actual owner of the team who sits in like an ivory tower. You're part of the team. So let's have some team bonding. Like he brought every single facet together into one place to create that bond. Uh, So good. So Um, another lesson, number three, there are a lot of townspeople who are just like, this guy's going to fail. He's the worst. And just like trashing Sachewanka. him. Sachewanka. <laughs> oh, and, yes. they call bad language fruity. Did you catch on to that? No. I heard like on the last episode, like the sportscaster was like, uh, for all you folks out there listening, sorry oh. for all the fruity language. And I was like, that sounds so lovely. So it's not because they're saying bad words. Anyway, sorry. Right. Okay. So the guys, there's three guys who are just always like, riled up about the games and stuff watching and there's one out of the three who's just so sweet and he's always like but they're a really lovely family or like bringing whatever and like humanization to it and the other guy says stop humanizing him and he's like dang it like stop humanizing him and we've talked about this so much about dehumanizing people makes it easier to be horrible because you don't think of them as a human with emotions and feelings. And so they're trying to trash talk him. And he's like, 
will you stop humanizing this person so that I can just feel fine about talking trash about him and not feel bad about it. And I loved that little subtle moment because it was like, see people as they are humans, just like you and me. And don't dehumanize other people to make you feel like you have a better conscience for being horrible. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Okay. Another lesson. Number four, I'm just going to keep rolling. Men can and should feel emotions. <laughs> like they should not be taught to suck it up, bury it down. Boys don't cry, whatever. Like we have to teach men to just feel their feelings and that it is okay to cry. It is okay to like care about something. It is okay to do all the things you might've been taught not to do. Like there is nothing wrong with feeling your feelings. And in this one scene, this one gentleman has a lot of anger issues and he's like, I can't control my feelings. <laughs> and last, I was like, good, let your feelings control you. <laughs> and he was just like, feel the stuff. And you see the scene towards the end and Oh, just like made me want to cry. Um, of him finally just breaking down and like letting his feelings come through. And I just think there were a lot of moments in the show that showed men crying and showed men expressing emotions and anger and sadness and hope and things that aren't so typically, typically, typically seen in movies or TV. Agreed. Yes. And they also on the other side showed women being such powerhouses Mm-hmm. like strong and confident and lifting each other up and like supporting each other. It really just smart, smart, smart. Okay. Next. Right. What else? Um, well, I think it's kind of on the other side of it, but apologizing when you do something wrong and owning your mistakes, which we've talked about a lot, mm-hmm. but um, there is this one scene where Ted is not, very kind, but it's funny. We paused it and Doug was like, I mean, he has every right to feel that way, but I'm sure that really surprised Nate, the other character, because you've never seen him like that. And I'm like, if that's as mean as he gets, like, I still have a lot of work to do. (laughs) Totally. But if you're that positive all of the time, like, I I love that they show the vulnerability, but then the apology that that followed that conversation was just so beautiful and honest. And if you believe in him as a genuine, well, he's obviously not a real person. He's a, a character on a TV show. But in this show, if you believe like he's a good person, it's it's something that you expect from good people. And if you want to be a good person, I guess what we're saying is um, it's not too late to apologize when you do something wrong and owning your mistakes is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself and, and other people and validating their feelings. And, um, it's just really, it was very beautiful. There was also another scene where one of the female cast members like makes a lot of mistakes along the way and has to apologize to Ted and the other female character or lead or whatever is like, 
clean up your mess, tidy up your mess. Like you made a mess, now tidy it up. And you watch her build this all up into this horrible thing. Like I can't do it because this person doesn't deserve how I treated him at all. And she builds up this whole thing. Like he's going to hate me. He's going to whatever. And literally he's like, I forgive you. And she's like, what, why? And I think that's something we so often do. We don't apologize because we create this whole scenario in our heads of like how badly this person would feel or would be mad because of how we treated them. But sometimes it's just as simple as owning it and like Mm -hmm. saying, I'm sorry. And this is why, and I'm owning it. And then it's, I forgive you. Like sometimes it's as simple as that, but we don't get to the point of apologizing because we've built it all up in our heads that it's going to be way worse than just like leaving this thing to like look over our shoulder the rest of our life. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. it's not too late to apologize. <laughs> I'm going for that too. Okay. Um, next breathe. There's a moment and Ted is this positive, happy, has the bright side always person and he's still going through some really hard times and they show him experiencing a panic attack on TV and how he experienced it. I'm sure so many people can relate to and it showed this man so vulnerable and having a panic attack and someone comes to help him and says, breathe, like we need to get through it. And I think it just touched a little bit on like mental illness and panic attacks and anxiety or depression and just like everyone, even the happiest of people can experience these moments that can feel totally and incompletely out of control and horrible. But when you can recognize those moments and then have like the support and breathe, you can get through this. It was just a really cool moment because I think a lot of times on TV, we don't see those sides of things. It's like the happy character just stays the happy character the whole time. And this showed this whole realm of this happy, positive person, but also that they can go through really tough stuff and be caught up in some of these moments. So I bravo again to the writers. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Okay. Next. Um, so I mean, there's just so much, so much, um, never treat people like they are less than you. This is, I don't know. Some, I mean, I think about if I were famous, I would still be the same. I can't say that for sure. I, I'm not. And I don't know how I would be. But I think it's such a great and important lesson that we should try to just treat everybody as though they are the most important person in the world. Because in the moment that we are with them, they should be. And that doesn't just mean like your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad your family, your close friends. It's anybody in the world. So I don't know. There's just so many things that he does, so many sacrifices that he makes, so many things that he does throughout the course of the show that you just you just see care. You see 
and you see what a difference that care makes. You can just see, I don't know, like through the surface of people to what's really going on and it's just brought out by all that he does for other people and it's just really awesome and beautiful and as you can see, we could go on and on and on and on and on about this. Forever and ever. Yeah. I think we touched on it earlier too about um, the person who refills the water bottles is of the same importance as the owner of the team or the club. And when you just treat everyone like they are human and equal and loved and cared about, so many good things can happen. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Another thing is care deeply and don't kind of don't have, you know, when people just like, oh, sunflowers or something like really care about people and dig in and see through the surface of people to what's really going on and then be there for them. Don't just like let it rest at surface level. You just got to go watch the show. You have to, because I want to say so many things, but I don't want to give it away. I know. And I kind of touched on it when I was talking about never treating people like they are less than you. But really, guys, there's just – it can be just the littlest thing. And in raising kids, I can say, you know, I these are the things I want to instill in my kids, but there are going to be some challenging disagreements. Like I can – with experience say my 16 year old, he doesn't necessarily like the things I like or care about the things I care about, but all I can do is keep liking the things I like and care about the things I care about. Because at the end of the day, I just want him to do the same. And I don't mean like what I like, but I want him to like what he likes. And he just, I don't know. Like, it's like, he's a, he's like a a father of every, not, I'm not saying, I don't felt like that was a sacrilegious thing to say. Um, he's like the friend that Ted Lasso is like the friend that everybody really and truly needs and can learn from and can be made to feel good about themselves. And, and we can be that for other people in our lives too. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I, this show gives you hope. It does. There's another scene or a lesson I would say is that hurt people hurt people, which we've talked about a lot, but there's one scene where he's talking about a story about his childhood. And he said that he was judged by a lot of people and always made to feel like he couldn't live up to whatever standards or things. And he learned that people who judge don't ask questions because they already think they know all the answers to things Mm -hmm. in life. But people who stay curious and not judgmental will forever be asking questions and learning and getting wiser instead of staying stuck in a judgmental place thinking they already know everything. And when you see those people or are around those people who are judgmental and angry and hurt, like sometimes there's a deeper story to it and they are hurt and had been judged their whole life and you see that unravel with one of the teammates in the show and it breaks your heart and um, just shows you that, wow, if you can be an inspiration for anyone, even if 
maybe their parents or someone else has not been an inspiration to them and has made their upbringing really hard, then you're giving that person hope and faith that other people can, you know, see them that way too. Yeah. Well, and on that same note, um, his curiosity, I think, just opens up so many doors for him to make a difference in people's lives. Like, for instance, in talking about the character Nate without giving anything away, Nate has an idea, an idea for a play um, kind of early on. And he suggests it and Ted wants to give it a try. And, and, and Nate is like flabbergasted, like, but no one even knew my name before. And now you're going to try this play. And Ted says, we're going to try it on and see if it fits. It might not. Then again, it might be a very flattering silhouette. I might wear it right out of the store. Make me feel good. Start to strut. Ooh, I like this. I like the way this makes me feel. And he just does not like that's the questions living on inside of him. And if we can all just be more curious as to, well, if, if you believe that people are in your life for a reason, but you're not trusting suggestions, ideas, opinions, or just listening to them, then you're not doing yourself any favors at all. Mm-hmm. We can, we just all have to get better at that. Um, I mean, there's just so, so much of that in this. He just makes everybody feel like a celebrity, basically. Yeah. Everybody. He said, he said, for me, success is not about the wins and the losses. It's about helping these young fellas be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. And today I actually saw this quote on Instagram that I loved. And it said, every child is one caring adult away from being a success story by Josh Ship." And I thought it was so good. Every child is one caring adult away. And Every adult is one caring adult away from being the best version of themselves that they can be. You have one person believe in you and care and show deep interest in your well-being. And holy cow, that can change your life. Yes. Yes. There's so many lasso-isms. Early on in the show, Ted tells one of the players on the team, to be a goldfish. And he explains that goldfish have the shortest memory of all animals, right? Yeah. 10 seconds. seconds. And that's not to say that we should forget about everything because, you know, we have to remember certain things, but in this instance and in the context that he was using it, it was like, okay, you'd made a bad play, but be a goldfish. Like how else are you going to move on if you can't move past things? And then he goes from, from that to this, entire season of all these beautiful things. It's like the thing that, you know, what, what are those things your dad said that really made an impact on you? I mean, it's, he just hit every single point. Yes. But he, at the end, he says to the whole club, you know, I promise there's something worse than being sad. And that is being alone and being sad and ain't no one in this room alone. And now it's time for us to all be goldfish. Like let's sit in this and let's be sad. And then now let's, Let's get back out there. And it's just, wow. Yeah, I really liked that too, because coming from this positive, happy person, he's saying, let's feel this. Let's be Mm -hmm. sad right now. But the best thing is that we're together sad. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this in the past, thanks to Brene Brown, about collective joy and collective pain. And when you have collective joy and collective pain with a group of people, You'll never forget those moments because you're together feeling these feelings 
and feeling like you are totally understood as a group with all these people. And that's so beautiful that he wasn't just like, be a goldfish, move on. It's no, no, we're all sad and we're going to be sad together. And then we're going to keep going and keep showing up. Right. And (sighs) the one theme that he always goes back to is believe. And what does he say? He says, um, I have a real tricky time hearing folks that don't believe in themselves. <laughs> I love the, just the way he, I'm, I'm adopting it all. I have a real tricky time, tr- tricky time understanding why you don't put your shoes in your bin because then you can't find your shoes. I'm going to start saying <laughs> it and I'm going to start talking just like that. And then we're all in a tizzy. I mean, let's just find all the words that he uses that made us laugh. And I mean, my oh husband my. is like the least funny person, but then he can be without trying to be, but he had to pause and he was laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, that I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't just me who thinks this is fantastic. Like it's so fantastic. But he talks about challenges and he says, taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse. If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. (laughs) And it's so, 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 so true. Um, I mean, and who doesn't want to take on a challenge if taking on that challenge is going to bring your life positive change? Yeah. (sighs) You guys, the show is so well written. So many subtleties that if you aren't paying attention, you might miss. But so many things that he opens up to just Mm -hmm. be normal things like did you catch at the end when he's talking about God and then he refers to her as a shit? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. But and she, I was like, yes. oh my gosh, he just touches the writing. They touch on every little thing that like, it just goes way beyond a feel good show. It's like a feel good, but crazy thought provoking show yes. to make you actually really think and I just can't I want to re-binge the whole thing I'm going to is that good you guys well and it's like coming from I'm a fairly positive person um like I might try to be like Ted I I don't quite have the wit I I mean you have wit but like he has so much but it's like it's like southern wit isms and I don't mean that in in that stereotypical but it's like just this kind of unreachable yeah, level of, but it's the kind of show that makes me want to memorize the things and then try and weave them into my life because I really, 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 really think it's impactful and like will in my own home will be impactful. I just got to figure it out. I just feel like this is the TV we need on TV. Yeah. So much of the stuff we watch is just garbage garbage like teaching horrible messages lessons like and why do we become so addicted to that instead of watching stuff that like can actually enlighten your mind and way of living okay speaking of that tonight is the season five premiere of American Housewife and if you've heard me talk about it it is not like so Ted Lasso-y, but there are a ton of really good lessons. So if if you're done with Ted Lasso and you need something else, I think you should hop on over there. And also um, there's a lot of um, hate being spewn at it because the youngest character who you fall head over heels in love with, I'm sorry, this is so off topic, but she, this is actually kind of woven in, believe it or not. Okay. 
She got an incredible opportunity with Quentin Tarantino, and I forget what the movie was called, but she just has things that she needs to pursue. And so ABC and American Housewife granted her the rights to exit the show, and everybody's all mad, but the truth is, like, they did the right thing, and let's give this new little girl a chance. And I went and wrote a comment under their thing, and they pinned my comment to the top. I got like that because everybody else is like, that's garbage. Who is this? We like the old Anna cat, this and that. And I'm like, I just had something to say. And I felt really, really proud of that. That was the best part of my day that day. And Ted Lasso would have a thing or two to say about that and giving people a chance. So guys, you can follow me. Ted Lasso on Twitter, like as <laughs> Ted Lasso. It's not Jason Sudeikis. It's like Ted Lasso. It's the writers the of the show, obviously. Talking, right? I mean, well, I think Jason Sudeikis is one of the Raiders, along with Brendan Hunt. And okay, well, I already liked him, Jason. Like, he was already in my, oh, like, too. but, like, we now, uh, I can't even. Love him. I love him so much. I know. And Brendan Hunt is a writer, and Bill Lawrence, it says, is one of the other creators of the show. It's just everything wonderful this, that we need yeah it's like our whole year of podcasting wrapped up into uh now this is what we were really trying to convey and let's let ted lasso say it all and do all the work it really is like the perfect it's everything we believe in yeah it's just we didn't know how to say it all in the way <laughs> yeah in the witty little like quotey type way he puts it together it's so good and it's so funny and it's just so real too i mean the diamond I, dog scene i can't when the, oh i you guys you have to watch it i'm telling you right now i mean okay and the, the mind games there's a very 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 in my personal opinion attractive um person in the show and he's also like a total like you don't like him but you do but then you love him and then you don't and then but when he that note gets delivered to him by and he's like mind games but the (laughs) truth is like no actually like this is life and I'm here for you and it was just the most beautiful delivery you'll have to watch and see and believe I know well it just kind of shows you that some people grow up without that positive adult and influence in their life. And so they think that's how the world is and that world doesn't always have to be that way. If you find the right people and, or or listen to the right podcast, we're here for you. Yes. We have a hard time hearing people who don't believe in themselves. A real tricky time. And we have a real tricky time understanding why you haven't already gone and rated our podcast five stars. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, should we be sponsored by Ted Lasso? Yes. yes. Should he be our best friend if he yes. were a real human? Oh my gosh. He I'm just going to pretend like he is. I think that that's what I'm going to do is just like retweet him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The writing is brilliant. So thank you, NBC. Is it NBC? I think. Uh, no, it's based on NBC Sports. But it's, I think it's an Apple original. So it's like oh, Apple. Right. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean NBC is an. I mean, right and in the first in the first episode when they show him as a coach, like in the circle, and he does this dance. Oh, it's so I funny! I mean, from that point on, I was like, I'm really glad yeah. that I listened to CB, who listened to Brene Brown, because I had seen it up on Apple TV. But I was like, that doesn't look interesting to me. Oh, you know, like whatever. Yep. Just 
stop judging books by their covers, me. Yeah. <laughs> Dig deeper and Dig. be nice to people and be you can be optimistic without being unrealistic as we have so tried to guide you. <laughs> Okay, guys, um, if you didn't already pause us to go watch the episodes and then come back to us or why not, go watch the freaking show and then send us your favorite quotes and parts because we will just geek out over them all over again. It is so brilliant. Bravo to all the writers and Mm. cast members. I mean, so freaking good. We got to get like super cool so that they'll want to just come talk on our podcast someday. I mean, I would settle for an autograph, like, <laughs> okay, and frame it and believe below my belief. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that should be like <laughs> Halloween costumes. I feel like two locker room signs. Doug should be impact. Ted Lasso. Oh, that would be fun. He actually kind of could be ish. Yeah. Um, play like a champion today and believe are my my two the only two locker room signs that I know. And I like them both. We should all play like champions every day and we should believe in ourselves. And we should make it a great day. That should also be in locker rooms. Make it a great game Mm -hmm. or match or whatever. I can't keep up. There's so many opposite. Like I I, I thought I knew. I don't. Oh, you guys. And they they have ties. They they let their games end in ties over there. Yeah. Across the pond. I mean, I think that's very charitable and kind. It's just so confusing. How's there a winner then? Guys, you got to watch it. <laughs> okay. Enough. Keep going. Enough. Um, go watch it. Excellent, excellent show. Hopefully you got some little lessons from us talking about the show. Um, and we'll be inspired to go tell people you appreciate them, not let other people's negativity change who you are humanize people, allow yourself to express feelings, allow men in your life to express feelings, apologize when you do something wrong, breathe and get through those tough panic attacks and moments. Mm -hmm. Never treat people like they are less than you. Care deeply about people and see through the surface. Remember that hurt people can hurt people. So don't be judgmental. Stay curious and ask questions and get to the roots of things and believe Etc. 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 I mean, these are just the top ten that we just rambled off this morning while chatting. So go add to our list after you watch the show. Uh, if you would love to rate and review our podcast, we would so greatly appreciate it, and we appreciate you listening either way. Um, and share you fit here. Screenshot, tag us at every kind co, and you fit here. And we can't wait to hear what you guys think about Ted Lasso. Can't wait. Until next time. Yep. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.